Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here to Paradise Lost, the crew sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsorednobody.podbean.com, and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links as always will be in the show notes. On this episode, Rigel rents a moving van and visits his parents. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 2, Episode 41. This one time on Mars. Brendan as the storyteller. Peter as Sir Rigel Star, the Celestial Sensor, as well as Twilight. Alvin as Labor Church, and Inferno Exalted. Sam as Rowan of the Gatimians. The gargoyles are going to get everything all packed up for you and your move from this Chantry to another Chantry that would absolutely appreciate all of that magical knowledge. Yeah, I guess we'll be taking a U-Haul into Stonehenge. That's going to be an interesting day. Yep. Probably um, we won't do that one. Let's just, just say. Sorry? Probably we want to do that one at night, just saying. They the, the gargoyles do let you know that it is going to take a few weeks for them to get everything organized. There is a lot. So, you guys would effectively have uh, downtime to do anything. Uh, if you guys want to say, like... Uh, I don't know, you went and caught up on, like, lost time with my best friend who was dead for the last couple of years, or not, uh, for the last year, uh, now would be the time to do that. Because uh, of the ones, you know, think, you know, Tubby died. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can probably, uh, for, the, for the sake of the session, we can skip over that, and then if you guys want to have anything... Uh, Anything like within reason of happened in like that downtime, either like you can get with me uh, between sessions and then we can talk about that. Or like, you know, if you want to just like uh, say like, hey, you know, I like if you if you come up with like a completely like mundane story that like but like kind of like helps like raise the character up like you know, totally go for it. Like, you know, I'm not going to require you guys to have a session to be like, oh yeah, we went to a great Indian place. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it happened. You did it. Cool. Do we do a montage or something? <laughs> there, there is a montage that happens. Uh, I imagine that Layla is probably catching up, uh, catching Patty up on like a year's worth of memes and pop culture. So that when she comes out, it doesn't, Things aren't as weird. Like she can actually talk to people. Also, there's like three entire band member meltdowns to manage. Oh yeah. Also now, now technically the band's back together, and you guys can actually like go on tour and whatever. Oh yeah. You know, we kind of like raised our lead singer from the dead, sort of, kind of, a little bit, but not really. Uh, yeah. They they get to have that talk three times. I think that after the second one. Uh, the third one goes over a little bit easier because uh, the other two have already uh, like texted the last person in that call chain to be like, hey, 
<laughs> we don't know what happened, but but Pat, it's but like good news. Yeah, whoever comes in last on that chain, it's going to be like walking into a fucking cult meeting. It's going to be like a reverse. Uh, Jesus, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. It's going to be like a reverse intervention. Yeah, the, there, there's a lot of like hugging and crying that will eventually happen uh, and people being very happy and like wanting to know when you guys are going to go back on tour. But absolutely, those first couple of days of like just letting people know that Patty's back and alive is like, it's a lot. I imagine that Rigel is helping organize everything. And then, uh, Rowan, is there anything that you would be doing in the downtime that you wanted to talk about right now before we get to the meat of things? Probably talk to Al about the concept of hell a lot. Very concerned about it and the sadness. And also now very suddenly trying desperately to find out what Millie is without actually breaking his oath. Desperately just. Um, I mean, your your oath is just that you can't tell them that you found her in in that. Uh, yeah. So not too hard, but he is definitely going to really start probing about that all of a sudden. OK, we can we can discuss that uh, throughout throughout the game. Um the day, uh, how long do you guys want to like have downtime for? So then we can kind of give a, a date for when that you all are going to go to Stonehenge. A month. Does that sound good? Month. Going to, going to make it a, going to make it a Christmas trip. Oh my oh, God. Oh. Are you, oh my God. Oh, you guys no. are gonna <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Santa on Mars. I, I no, think Evan might kill us if we do a Christmas episode without him. Uh, that is true. He'll, he'll get to have his own Christmas episode. He'll get That's to have fun. his own. Yeah, he'll get to have his own Christmas. Christmas on Mars yeah. followed by Christmas in Hell. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, some time has passed. Uh, roughly a month and a half to to get us closer to Christmas. You all have uh, the the gargoyles and Rigel have organized the uh, the extensive chantry of the Tremere, um, gotten any other stragglers out of there and just kind of yada yada them. Um, They're all cool. Bobbin and uh, the rest of the gargoyles are assimilating into life, though not the best. Do you want to offer? Uh, do you want to offer them uh, to see if uh, th- they want to go to go, go to go to Mars with you? Well, it's up to them whether they want to go to hell or Mars or the sewers, I guess, or maybe hang out with the Anarchs. Uh, you know what? They'd probably love hanging out with the Anarchs. They'll go to the sewers. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll punch a hole between the chantry and the sewers, and yeah. Okay, so afterwards, uh, you all load up the U-Haul, or whatever the British equivalent of U-Haul is, and uh, head on to Stonehenge? Yep. Well, you know, we want to go to Mars, but the little back door we have in the Stars Man is probably not big enough for this hall, and the Stonehenge is kind of cooler than you're going through the Star Manor, so might as well. You're just going through a door. Yeah, yeah, it's a little cooler. Um, with your parents being uh, members of the Order of Hermes, you know that 
there is a specific one of the hinges that is like like very specifically like lays directly on a ley line and you can use like a uh like a wonder that they've made to kind of like open up a, a door between like uh the magical realm and the uh and the rest of the world uh and uh and this world or you can have Rowan do a thing or what have you what whatever however you want to get there oh well, if we have the key to this might as well just use it might as well not waste the essence yeah J- just in case I'm gonna throw you guys in it for a loop and then suddenly you're gonna be there with a u-haul full of books and there's a battle going on yeah, that would mostly. never happen that would never happen I would have to have actually prepared for that <laughs> You take the trip out to uh, Stonehenge. Uh, It's. Do you guys arrive there during the day or like at night? I feel like under cover of darkness with a U-Haul on a historical site is probably the best. Well, you've got connections from the uh, the the actual. Yeah, I mean, what what is historical? The Museum of London. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, oh, yeah, we're a archaeologists, don't mind us. We're just we're setting up some equipment here. Legitimate archaeological expeditions, considering that's what you're a professor of, and... Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Archaeological inquiries conduct with a Penske truck full of antiques. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have to move them somehow. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> they do have to move them somehow. The only moving company I could quickly find was London Move Man Van, which Man Van, Man Van, <laughs> London so Move taking... Man Van. We're taking the Man Van over there. Okay. So we're taking the Man Van to Stonehenge. <laughs> uh, you get there without issue, and then like you have you have the wonder that 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 does the thing. Um, and the wonder re- is the Woodhenge. The wonder is Woodhenge. It's a Woodhenge piece of, is not a fucking thing. It is it's a piece Henge. of petrified wood from Woodhenge. <laughs> <It's, laughs> Woodhenge is literally two blocks away from Stonehenge. Yup. Um, by a fucking memory. I am a control module. By its claim to be a historical site, it's a bunch of holes in the fucking ground. Uh, I can make Woodhenge in my front yard with a post hole digger and a couple days worth of work. <laughs> so you go in to uh, to here. It is one of the outer. It is one of the. It's one of the hinges on the outer rings. Uh, it's like uh, it's like on the western side, and basically the instructions were you know you tap the the petrified wood on a. Uh, on, on the hinge, and then a basically a, a, a door will open into the penumbra. Perfect. So, um, so before you guys, like, do we just drive the truck like straight into Stonehenge? <laughs> that seems a bit like iffy. Well, I mean, there's a road right there. Yeah. No, I mean, do we literally drive the truck like straight into the monument? How are we supposed to get like all of this the shit into? The, well, we'll set up some screens around it. You know, we're covering up the whole 
archaeological site with some like you know screens whatever then we'll drive the truck in and then someone else will take those things down and nobody will be none the wiser that the truck is missing <laughs> oh we're going by the david blaine approach wonderful okay um so while that you guys are setting up the little partitions and everything um could i get everyone to make me perception and awareness check at difficulty nine. Hmm. Is it sight based? Sight based. Uh, no, since it's a uh, awareness charm, it, or uh, not charm. Uh, since it's a, an awareness check, um, it is not sight based. It's more like a, a feeling. Fat fucking zero successes. Okay, so I'm still in the ewer. Two successes. Plenty though. Sorry, uh, just uh, uh, two successes. Uh, don't bother using it on me. I've got three dice. I'm not going to do either of you. Uh, so did I hear? Uh, so I heard t- uh, two successes from both of you. Is that what I got? Yep. Yes. Okay. So while that either of you are setting up the the partition and everything, you get this weird feeling like uh like you're being watched like it it absolutely like pricks like the hairs on the back of your neck and it makes you feel very uncomfortable i'm immediately going to start actively looking around to see if i can find out what's going on because i do trust feelings like that okay um what about some guardians or something layla meanwhile is completely oblivious to shit just sitting on like the back uh, lip of the the, the truck uh, bed, uh, storming out the opening, uh, courts the sweet child of mine and the guitar. You always get the shit <laughs> set up. Does not use anything awry. Just trying to think of if you guys have anything that would work for what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, like you guys just uh, in looking around, like th- there is no one around right now besides you all, but you are. Uh, the both of you are still feeling uh, absolutely like that someone is watching you. I don't think to banish like some sort of magic scrying or anything, which this might be. Honestly, I'm just, I'm just going to be on edge if I can't find okay. it. Yeah, it's the best oh. thing to do. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, the, the feeling continues, but like nothing comes from it in the end. And you guys eventually like set up the the thing uh and the portal opens into uh in into uh into the umbra um that looks like this uh basically like in the port uh between the the hinges uh it looks like this swirling mass of uh like my my immediate Gamer reaction is oh it should totally be like dark green and swirling and and then I went oh wait that's Outland that's absolutely the dark portal from World of Warcraft um so is it, it like, is, is it like the Stargate thing right before they do the the, the special effect uh, you know what toilet flushing absolutely yes it it is the toilet flush Stargate let's go with that. <laughs> If you ever enjoyed the film Stargate, by the way, that amazing effect where the, where the portal like disgorges itself, that's how they did it. They stuck a camera in a toilet bowl. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Fair, fair. Practical effects are wonderful. Yeah, we're not fitting a, a Penske truck through those hinges. The portal opens and is large enough for the truck. Okay. <laughs> Base bends around something. Yeah, Base bends. Yeah, yes. All right, all right. Sorry, I was just looking on Google Maps being like, oh, wow, these things are like barely wide enough for a human to walk between mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Magic. So Magic. you all and the London Man Van, are you all going through into the Umbra? Well, yeah, that was a plan. Yeah. Okay. So I assume one of us is behind us to pick up the tracks. Like the the truck goes through, and then somebody goes well, back. And probably we have someone. No, fuck it. Let's no fuck it. Let's just leave people to marvel. <laughs> leave them to marvel. Okay. I mean, you got to come back somehow. <laughs> We're going back by train. <laughs> so you go through. And there is, of all things, a very loosely, like, gravel road uh, in front of you. And around you all is um, a raging storm of cataclysmic proportions. There is lightning and uh, hail and rain and snow and, like, just... Everything imaginable is swirling around right in front of you is like the singular, basically like eye of the storm. You are basically in a small, more or less large truck sized, like corridor of the Umbra that is not being buffeted by the swirling, howling winds of the shard realm of forces. This is definitely deeper than uh, I've ever gone. How well, many dots yeah. of drive does everyone have? Zero. I guess I'll use my, you know, uh, Twilight Excellency thing. <laughs> I have two, um, so I'm hoping Ro- I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Rigel has more. Nope. I guess you're driving. Alright then, Layla. <laughs> Layla is going to get through the corridor. So my question for you is, are you going to try and get through there as fast as possible uh, with a dex and drive roll? Or are you going to take it slow and steady with a stamina and drive roll? Oh, we're we're booking it through here. We are getting the fuck out of this as soon as we can. (laughs) Okay. Give me that dex and drive with uh, difficulty seven. Oh, thank Christ. Three successes. Okay, three is definitely going to be enough to get it through. Um, It is the experience is the equivalent of driving on mountain roads in the dark. It's not a fun experience by any stretch of the the mat, uh, by any stretch of the word. And it is every now and again, like you feel the wheel jerk one way or the other as if it's trying to take the uh take the, the 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 momentum that's being generated by the uh by the London man van moving company truck to uh to go to just kind of to go into the storm that is raging around but through perseverance and uh knowing how to drive a truck Layla manages to get you all from Stonehenge to 
the real center of the storm of the uh, the realm of forces, which is accompanied uh, by a mantra of fuck magic, fuck magic, fuck magic, fuck magic, <laughs> fuck magic for about the last three minutes of the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. You all make it to the Martian Penumbra. Uh, there is a massive castle that is uh, that that stands about uh, a mile in, that stands about thirty stories tall, and it's about a mile in diameter. Um, it looks centuries old, and it definitely does not have like that. Uh, it it has that that kind of like wondrous like holy crap like I'm seeing a gigantic wizard castle in person feeling to it. Th th there are uh, arches and gargoyles and everything and like uh, like statues are like turning their heads to like look at you and there's a few like people uh, with like uh, like automatic like writing quills that are going in books as they're like dictating things to them. Um, along the drive up, there's a few people who are just kind of lounging on the grass or one, uh, random bespectacled, uh, wizard who's like chanting at a, at a giant mushroom and it's starting to grow bigger and bigger. Magic shit is happening constantly here. Yeah, we're going to cruise to a stop and goggle at it for a minute, I think. Yeah, especially uh, as, as we're out of the horrors that was the mountain yes, pass of doom. Also, uh, what color is the grass? What color is the sky? Welcome to fucking Mars. Um, so to let you know, um, the sky here is a burnt orange. Um, the grass is uh, green-ish. Uh, it's a little bit of like an off green from what you're used to with grass. And one of the really most interesting things about it that you guys notice once that you step out of the uh, car is that the air here is cold and completely devoid of moisture. So this is this is Mars. This is magic Mars. Or is it real Mars? Sorry, the very... magic side of Mars. Okay. It's fucking Hogwarts? Do... Well, you know, Hermetic Mages, they're kind of like, you know, Hogwarts. Um, as you guys are having that conversation, uh, down from the uh, steps of the grand entrance of Doistep, uh, come Aurora and Polaris Star uh, with a gaggle of... Uh, Helper uh, automaton, not automatons, helper constructs, little brooms with hands and uh, a, a, a other adorable uh, creatures that they have made throughout their career as mages to help unload. And as it, they're doing this, um, Rigel's mom actually like pipes up and just kind of goes, oh, yes, shame about that whole like. Hogwarts thing, you know, it was, it was a nice attempt for from us to try and subvert culture, yada yada. But uh, you know, technocracy went and invented Twitter. So. Right. So uh, nice to see you all here. Welcome to Doistep, the uh, shard realm of forces. Um, 
also home of the her- the largest hermetic chantry. Well, I see that you've brought some of our old works with you. That's a lot of wizards. Oh, yes, quite a lot. And uh, quite a lot of their descendants as well. Not everyone gets to uh, get special powers if you're uh, descended from a mage. Oh, is that bad? I guess that's... Okay, that makes sense. Glances mm-hmm. at Rigel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everyone gets to be me. Just kidding. Well, so why Mars, though? Well, if you could get to Mars, why wouldn't you build a giant castle there? Okay, fair. I'm, I mean, well, Mars is where the forces are. You know, it just happens to be a planet right here. Exactly, exactly. See, right? Rigel studied a lot when the, he was uh, when he was learning under us. For, Mars is associated with uh, with the sphere of forces, just like Earth is associated with the sphere of prime. That's why there's so much magic on Earth. Yeah. Like, nobody's sure whether the, you know, spheres came first or the planets came first and the spheres followed after, but well, in a way, they're kind of interlinked. Each planet has its own associated sphere, pretty much. Interesting. Not the story I heard from Al, but I can see the so similarity. Like, is the sphere, like, up in the castle, or...? No, the sphere... The, um... Hmm. It's like gravity, you know, it's not somewhere it's all around permeating the whole thing. Just pools around uh, here. I thought it was like a crystal ball. Yeah. Oh, we do have those, though. Yeah. But Very useful for scrying. My faith is restored. Uh, where should we put this? Kind of got a big old truck here. Oh, don't worry. Our uh, our associates will, uh, will, will start unloading it. And, like, all of the before-mentioned, like, little, like, creatures and uh, everything that they've made, uh, like, start unloading the truck. The Fantasia music starts playing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Fantasia music starts playing. One of them is just a a walking uh, bookshelf, so, like, it just starts organizing itself. Very useful. They should have made a lot of those. (laughs) Just devours those books. Well, as you can't have a hard time getting out of the bookshelf. Oh, you know what I just realized? You wanted Toby to be here, didn't you, Rowan? I assumed he was already here. Or he's helping us only with the truck. Toby was in the back with the truck. Because there wasn't enough room up front. (laughs) Oh, poor lad. (laughs) He's just keeping everything together. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that wouldn't work with the three of us in the cab if Lila was, like, any bigger than she is. Jesus. Okay. It's a good thing that Rowan's so thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One normal sized person and two fucking like fun sized party members. To- uh, Tobias comes out comes out of the back uh, and starts helping unload and like looks around just like, wow. Never been here before. This is pretty cool. Really? I thought you, your whole thing was like forces, wasn't it? No, no, I'm I I I do matter. Oh. Also, like that that's traditionist. Like we're allowed to learn different sphere, different different ways of thinking. You know. Sorry, I just I saw magical Hogwarts and just immediately thought that all of you went to it. Never mind. It was a dumb <laughs> no, no, that's not how this works at all. 
Okay. All right. Yes. Oh, uh, steampunk wizards. Yes, actually, uh, your friend there is not uh, part of the same tradition. But, you know, since it is friends with a fr- friend of Rigel's and helping us unload, then, you know, it's fine. He can be here. It's not like that. So long as he doesn't go into any of, like, the forbidden libraries or anything. Damn it. That's immediately where I want to go now. Just because he said I couldn't. Okay. So I guess we can fast forward through the pleasantries and get mm-hmm. the... Yeah, you fast forward through the pleasantries and uh, recall you... Uh, I recall that uh, Sam wanted to talk to them about why are they not doing anything about the evil mages. Is that correct? That's pretty much... And I think that's pretty much exactly how he opens it. Just like, inhale. What yeah, the so, fuck, guys? <laughs> so, so you guys are having a very nice dinner that... Everybody has, like, come together with... There's a couple other mages here who are just kind of, like, hanging out and just kind of enjoying things. And then you start off with... Okay. I've been pleasant, but I am going to be direct. Why haven't you done anything about the nasty, horrible wizard that tried to kill me in London and apparently many other people? Nasty... Horrible wizard. Yes, the one that threw me into the spirit realm and almost killed me. And honestly, should have, but... He's mm, talking right. about Nefandi's prefix Kalis. Yes. He's been... Well, he's hard to... I'm trying to think of a good way to explain why that we haven't dealt with him, besides the fact that, I, that we can't exist on Earth for more than a day every year? It took me, well, a version of me, half an hour to goosh one of his subordinates. I think that all of you, all hundred or so here, I don't know how many are here, could have taken care of him at some point. Mm Mm-hmm. I uh, to be clear, that was like half an hour to track him down and, and deal with him. Roland didn't like spend half an hour squishing him. It's not like a psychopath. Fair, fair. So, um, Rowan, listen. The reason that we don't, we try not to, in, maybe not engage is the right word. Do you have. When you all use your powers, does anything bad happen? No. Okay, well, it does for us. Aren't bad people? Well, we have to clean up, like, a metric ton of obsidian butterflies. I mean, I guess the other Rowan did split off of me sometime. I think that might have been related. No, I think that had more to do with the time travel. Yeah, time, time travel will do something like that. Um, so... Listen, the reason that we have not been able to deal with him is because we don't have a whole lot of... Outside of Rigel, we really don't have a whole lot of influence in that area of London anymore. Uh, We're only one tradition. We can't give orders to, like, Tobias here or any of the other mages. That's just not how the traditions work. Surely you have some sort of, I don't know, court 
Yes, we have a court at Horizon where that we deal with a lot of big issues, including Defendus problems. The issue with that is that I mean, there are also other things that we have to deal with. And, you know, there are only so many awakenings a year. And, well, frankly, most of our most of our efforts are going to combating, like, the technocracy. Like, we're, we're fighting a war here, and we're not exactly winning. I'm going to just brush past the technocracy for the moment. We'll just table that, put it on the side. All right, so you don't have the manpower to deal with him. Correct. How are you going to help us deal with him then? Because he tried to kill me, and apparently I am not alone in that, and he has no soul. And he is willing to do it again, and well, I think it's about time for him to not do that anymore as terrifying as that is because frankly it sucked and I don't want anybody else to be subjected to it I'm curious to know what their reaction would be so Rowan yes could you give me a I'm feeling like either I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that. I want to say like uh, charisma and expression, or charisma and empathy. Empathy is something I have, so I'll go with that one. Uh, difficulty six. Like you, you're 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 friends with their son. Like they're not distrustful of you. They're just kind of like they're kind of in like a bad position uh, as as far as like being able to make decisions. All right, and I'm also let me at least use my excellency since uh, empathy is part of my use my excellency forever. I reduce the difficulty by three. Six counts. That is uh, three successes. So with three successes, they they hear out your story, your plight, and they converse amongst themselves for a moment, and then they look to you and they go. If you're going to deal with this, we'll be happy to offer any support that we can. Uh, I assume that you have Rigel's support in this. Yeah, for sure. Um, So obviously we can't just say that we'll offer you Rigel's support. So we do keep track of where they are uh, in any given moment. I can talk to a a friend of mine who is uh, very adept at scrying uh, against these horrific things. We can, I can give you a time and a place that they'll be. And we, from here, can essentially... If you can promise to strike, then we can give you a window where that we can essentially lock them down. Um, they'll still have access to most of the full suite of their powers, but they won't be able to escape to the outer darkness. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm also going to need access to exactly what Nefandi is. Al was not particularly excited to try to tell me about that part. 
Nobody really seems to be. No. <laughs> Nefandus are... We like to say that the technocracy are our greatest enemies, but they're... In comparison to, to what a Nefandus is, they're closer to just a, a distant cousin that's going about magic the wrong way. They're just misguided. Misguided. Nefandus, on the other hand, are completely all in it for the destruction of it. Uh, some of them worship demons, uh, hells. They like things like that. Others are absolute madmen. And still others worship things that are beyond mortal comprehension. So I worked at his company, and I knew he was doing labyrinth designs. Something to do with architecture. Screwing up ley lines or something. Probably, I don't know. Um, that would make sense. We can we can get you a time and place for this to, to happen. If you and lock him down so he can't escape you. If you can deal the killing blow. I, I certainly can't. <laughs> I, not not you specifically, but like you as in like you all the, yes. you all. Oh, good. Good. I was wondering. I was worried there might be some magical bullshit going on there. Uh, how do they respond if you like hit them in the head with like, uh, let's say, a 15th century uh, sword? Uh, usually the same way that everything else does. Oh, OK, so yeah, they're not... I, I think we can sort it. Okay, so they're not literally darkness formed into the shape of a person. Usually. I did not like that word that you just used. It depends on how powerful that they are. Some of the more powerful ones make a mockery of the magic that we use. They will literally tear reality asunder to make, a th to make things happen. And if that means turning their insides into pure darkness for a moment to let a blade pass through them, well, I've seen weirder. Well, that sounds exactly like him. It sounds exactly what we're like what we're dealing with. Okay, that got harder. I mean, I'm sure that you can do this. Um, which one did you say that this was? They whisper something to one of their uh, creations that goes off. I was like, I think that we have some notes on him. Uh, some some plans that we got from one of our Oracle friends. Um, you're welcome to stay here. Uh, eat, enjoy the food. If you could give us just a moment to sort through the notes. And like, you know, time passes. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about before I continue on with the information uh now would be the time so what about the gehenna i just like their topic conversation for like our topic conversation with mm. ah and what has xavier been doing in stonehenge because he seems to be accessing that on the regular seems to have been we know that he would make Regular trips out here, uh, maybe every month to two months, uh, every now and again, um, and then would just kind of go off. He, he'd our scrying wards showed that he would come in, meditate, and then leave after about an hour. We figured either he knew something 
and wasn't letting on or he just really enjoyed the area. Because it seems to be him doing some Mithras business here. Are you getting are you getting caught up in 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 the the, the legend of Mithras? We 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 dealt with that uh we we dealt with a Mithras when that uh when that we were young. Well, you know, there have been a couple of ones, but there seems to be a new one that appeared in the 90s and is still around, so I think he has some staying power. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the, the one that we uh, the one that we dealt with was back in the 70s. It was, uh... Oh, geez. What, what, what are those things called, dear? Um... It, it was a... It was a it was a vampire this time that time that like kept killing its own kind. Very weird. Re, re, uh, we we actually uh, caught it at one point and uh, it was drinking from uh, fr- from uh, from from another vampire. Yeah. I didn't know that they did that. Figured that was like a. Kind of like you know, like like how you know you don't actually eat people. Like cannibalism is not a not a thing that people do. Like I figured that was no, kind of I mean, like the same thing with vampires. Oh yeah, they really they they really are just death on that. Hmm. We're into some weird we're into some uh, weird vampire with a snake fetish that was doing that. Uh, so they were very keen on uh, when he was dead. Hmm. Very interesting. But he was by that point. Unpleasant short. Well then, hmm. We will. Uh, I will go and talk to one of my friends, uh, one of our scrying friends, about uh, what Xavier was uh, doing, and we will get back to you as soon as we have uh, any kind of information. Maybe we should. Yeah. Okay. We'll 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 check out some things. And I'm also guessing that maybe now. This Mithras has a different agent here, or some purple-eyed woman. But maybe she's coming in these times. Everyone uh, gets immediately concerned. Do what now? Well, apparently one of Mithras's uh, couriers is Agent Purple, a purple-eyed woman. <laughs> I look around the room whether someone here has purple eyes. Uh, unless course that unless course Layla or Rowan have purple eyes and I was not aware of it. Uh, no, no. <laughs> we might be having someone else come in here meditating for an hour and coming back. Someone that's maybe more stealthy. Potentially, we'll we'll put out an alert for anyone with purple eyes to 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 be to be watched carefully appreciate it Gehenna they immediately let you know that uh Gehenna is, yeah pretty much is uh it, it's basically like vampire apocalypse oh yeah so I guess this Mifra's a doomsdayer hmm yes uh maybe maybe it's uh Maybe it's trying to bring about the end of the world. Who knows? It's, uh seems unfortunate. We, I don't know that we'll be able to handle 
Mithras this time around, you know, what with only being able to have 24 hours on planet Earth each year. So if you all could look into that, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Though it uh, seems like you're doing that anyway. Yeah. But any other information that we get about Mithras or this purple eyed person or uh, Gehenna or any other kind of apocalypses, you all will be our first point of con contact in the world. Yeah. Now, speaking of apocalypses. <laughs> How many of these do we have going on, Jesus? Apparently, Andy well, thinks there's many. It seems that, and uh, they look to Rowan, you were working for, I'm sure this is obvious to you now, a cult leader. I was in a job that had a architecture firm. I was thinking about turned out to be owned by a cult. Yes. Uh, no, no, we're not talking about your weird friend that's not here. I, I do appreciate you not take, bringing him with, uh, with you here. I, I feel like that he would cause a, a lot of havoc here. Yeah, good thing he's busy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Kalis is one of the top-ranking Nefandis still on Earth. And not only that, it appears that he has been working on a rather large ritual involving the ley lines of the British Isles. Oh. Specifically focusing them through uh, a couple different points. And, well, let's just say that if he succeeds, things are going to get real weird and not in the fun way. I wonder if he's. I wonder if my guy. I wonder if he was doing it in my universe too. Oh, shoot, we're not going to get rid of the. Wait, your universe? What are you talking about? Oh. We have to connect them. I thought one movie with spiders. He's been sort of weird ever since we time traveled. Uh, yeah. I might have accidentally bumped out the Rowan of this universe, apparently. Weird. So you're from a different universe, then? That's the best explanation I could ex uh, come up with. I don't think it's correct, but it's close. We're... I, I, I don't feel like that's correct at all. Um, that, that As far as our... Listen, we've been around for a while. And as far as that our research shows, there isn't any evidence to prove that parallel universes and everything else are existing in tandem with ours. Well, then where did all the slap happy gyms come from? I was about to mention them, yeah. What? What is a slap happy gym? Well, you call it's, them something else. What was it? Of Spring Hill Jacks. That's it. Uh, oh, Spring Hill Jack, yes. I, I, okay. So I'm going to pull out the kind of video of Leila took off the, the guys, I guess, slapping some British uh, politician, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. We. Okay, you know what? 
after this dinner, we're going we're, we're going to go talk with uh, with Archmage Porthos and get an actual internet connection here because <laughs> I'm very sick of being like out of the loop, especially on music. Like, do you have any idea how long it takes to download an album on Napster when you're at Mars? Napster? Does, how does that even exist anymore? Zero <laughs> magic. Uh, well, you on every Eurovision, don't you? We I miss everything. Have, I bet you guys have some decent sneaker nets. As in, you know, you take a USB stick and you'll go through this, you know, hellhole of storms and lots of internet and bring it over back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's really hard to get the Verizon tech to lay the line through there. Uh, you wouldn't believe the kind of spirits that we have to fight off from biting the internet cable. <laughs> but yes, um, so back to business. Um, we'll, we will make sure to Parallel realities don't exist in tandem with ours, but what if, what if the place that you came from, like, didn't exist anymore? That's, you're not, you're not comforting me, Hare. I, I'm, I did not mean to put on the airs that I'm trying to comfort you. I, you've put... You've put a mystery in front of in front of two academics. I'm sorry, three academics here. If the place where I, I, I can solve it, that's good, right? Uh, not if that that means I stop existing. I would prefer to not not exist. But also, I, I kind of feel bad for Kurt, the the Rowan that I kicked out of this universe. We need to go find him at some point, actually. Oh wait, he exists. You can just go find him. He does. He didn't just get kicked off like like uh like if he were to like rewrite over like a what like a taped uh like a videotape well it was more like a spirit he i don't know it's he was very angry uh i can kind of understand that uh he gave me the bird yeah he was really a big asshole Um, he gave me the bird and just walked off into the spirit realm I think you're confusing Negaro one with the previous one. I think those were different people because they acted differently. They did act differently. Um, but I'm have <sighs> Okay. This is the problem because my memories may not be the same as your memories and I don't know which are true. Let's just call him Negaroman. Okay. Okay. Negaroman. Kind of an asshole. Uh, I mm-hmm. think he's the real Rowan, though. I think I kicked him out of this universe. But he's just kind of wandering in the spirit world. Last I saw him. I can. We can talk to some people, maybe try and track him down, uh, interview him, maybe? I, I tried to track him down in the spirit world, and I don't think he wants to be found by me, honestly. Ooh, I mean... If he's a spirit, we could maybe summon him somehow? I think we got off track, though. Right, but, so... Yeah, that's the, what happened to... This universe's realities, uh, Rowan, I think. Uh, and I kind of... It, it involved time travel. Most things like this do. Yes. You like some sort of paradox backlash. Yes. Mm, yes. That, that, that would explain it. You probably uh, messed around with, uh, with, with, too, with reality too much and it eventually does find a way to mess with you back. Hopefully that's all that it is, and it's less of a 
you are from some sort of dead alternate reality and have uh, shunted another poor, unfortunate soul into unexistence. And more like a you time traveled and time doesn't like that. Well, when you phrase it like that, honestly, yeah, sounds great. Let's go with the second option. Okay, uh, right. So then Kalis is the same Kalis that threw me into the spirit world. All right. Revenge plot secured. Okay. Excellent. Glad to know that you're on board with the revenge that you talked to us about being if that we were on board with wanting revenge. Well, I'm sorry. I just forgot that it, it might not be the same person that was evil to me. Oh, this is getting very confusing very quickly. Don't, so I'd say don't think about it. But obviously you want to think about it, because if you don't, then you'll get confused very quickly. However, even if this wasn't the same person, taking him out is actually probably a really good idea. All right. Yes, yes. yes. OK, we're back on we're back on track. We can give you a time. We know the place that he's going to do his act, and it's. Oh, boy, howdy, is it going to be a weird place to track him down? So, uh, how do you all feel about killing, uh, killing an Afondis, uh in the Tower of London? That's not like a perfect place. Well, let her, put her spoon and fork down and smiles ear to ear. Oh, that's where all the weapons are. Ah, but then again, if we use the, you know, obsidian spider, they're going to, you know, start destroying a historical monument. Oh, true. We might have to actually use tact. <laughs> then again, we do have you know Tobias here, and Mother can fix things, right? Yeah, yeah, I can. I can fix things. Me and me, me and my mentor can come in and uh, fix things a little bit. There we go. If you I guys there's something you have to fix, so you can fix the entire Tower of London in case we break it. Don't break the whole thing. Just like, just like small holes. Try not to have like an entire floor like fall or something. That's really hard to hide. Yeah, some of it made out of wood. That'll be a problem because it's so flimsy. I'll have to look. I, I, Brendan, will have to look into the actual architecture of the Tower of London between ah. uh, this session and next. It's. I'll have to look out the photos. Is it? It's pretty. It's pretty much made of stone. <laughs> okay. Tell. Is there anything else you guys want to do? Hmm. Mars tour. <laughs> Mars tour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Selfie montage time. Yes. Yeah. All the bars on Mars. All of, us posing, all of us posing with a disgusted, irritated-looking Porthos. Uh, see, the gang up on the battlements of the castle. No, no. We put on some you know, space suits. Then stop by the various rovers there on Mars. Take selfies with them. And then leaves Rowan's a mark. screaming as a guy on a broom plucks him off the ground by ramming the edge of the broom into the back of his oh shirt. God. Excellent. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> and then and then you send the selfies to End of Sadness and be like, what you miss, buddy? <laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> and he's just like, how did they get to Mars? <laughs> Rigel portals. Uh, yeah, so 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 they take you out on a uh, on a on a 
whirlwind tour of of doystep um Fuck yes you meet a bunch of hermetics who are uh, learning and doing a bunch of different things. Uh, some of their uh, air quotes servants uh, that there's a couple sleepers or I guess sleepwalkers or whatever that uh, that, that that live on uh, Doistep as kind of like the, uh, the the service staff. People are doing everything that you could think that a wizard would do here. Oh, yeah, like every every order of Hermes elder is like personally thanking the three of you for uh, recovering ancient tomes from like 800 years ago. Oh, because, oh, yeah, like kind of glossed over it a little bit, but uh, they are ecstatic to have recovered tomes from uh, the traitorous house Tremere, who were once order of Hermes. Wait, the vampires were once babies. wizards. Was yes. Okay. So that's how they're wizard vampires. Okay. Now you're a wizard, and you're thinking, "Hmm, how do I get immortal?" Well, vampires are immortal. So what if I steal their immortality, and then you end up being a vampire, and you know, monkey's and ball. not a wizard. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but they're wizards. Oh, n- they're cosplaying. Yes, they're cosplaying. So, like, let like so one of the stars like comes out and goes like so so let let's put it this way. I've seen some of the things that how that House Tremere can do, and it's all little parlor tricks. Like, ooh, look at me! I can make a flame, and like, uh, Polaris just kind of like flick flicks her wrist and just kind of go. Or I'm sorry, Polaris flicks his wrists and just like produces a flame just from nothing. Just like, ooh, look at me, I'm House Tremere, and I can do little parlor tricks that any David Blaine off the street could do. Freaking Houdini impersonators is the best they could do. Ooh, look at me, I can fling my blood at people, and it stings because it's blood, so of course it stings. It gets in your eyes, and it sucks. Real, actual wizards can do things like this, and they, like, point out at like the forces storm and just work their will on the the shard realm of forces and like force a bolt of lightning to come down and spell out like hello Layla this is some wizard shit <laughs> and like they're like, not like even snap with her phone just by reflex <laughs> right and they're like not even trying because like they're on the umbra so like they can just like blap, just wizard shit everywhere wait it is hogwarts yeah this is hogwarts real. is a pale reflection of what this is none of my yes. fellow players got that but some of you listening to the podcast will and for those of you who did i'm sorry <laughs> Hogwarts is but a pale reflection of the majesty of Doisetep. Oh, do we want to end on this? Yes, we should end at you guys going back through Rigel's door into into Star Manor and then going, shit, we forgot the we forgot the London Man Van. <laughs> it, uh, we rented it for the London Man Van. Uh, well, we could take out the fuck you want, shrink it down, and. 
either the either the stars owe them a London Man ban, or else Andrew Parker does, depending on who fucking signed off for the thing. I think Andrew Parker signed off on London Man Van. <laughs> there you go. Problem sorted. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email us at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Uh, please run with uh, Rigel Fritz-Demet. I need to grab a cleric in my eyes about to fall out of my fucking head. <laughs> okay. Holland, bareback. I'm going to teach you Kung Fu. Oh. This is, okay, th- up to that point, this was starting to look like the session where Lo- Rowan finally loses his virginity. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the courtesan, you know, martial arts. <laughs> if you want to pause, uh, and then we can uh, stand up, stretch, and then uh, refill water bottles and everything. All right, the Infernal Kingdom holiday special. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Well, you know, Brandon did see you know, alchemical Christmas, so. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I did. So yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to go go with Christmas in hell. A Jotun appears. <laughs> okay, so pausing. I I really wish uh, Devin had gotten that movie because that's. Line for in Iblis Sadness to pop out of one of the, like fucking. <laughs> Did someone say forbidden library? <laughs> I heard someone say the wish. They found these prefix Kalis. Yep. Okay. I, I was seeing if uh, if Sam remembered. I cannot remember the name. <laughs> Every single okay. time you tell it to me, I'm like. That is that that is definitely a name. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they they kind of think on it, and uh, there you go. N- now you will always remember it. There you go. It's on screen. It's got words. It's almost as if I memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why is this a plot point that we need to have? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> Listen, because there was a bit that I wanted to do, and I did it. <laughs> it was wow. wonderful. Sorry. Okay, I'm back.